Jeff here, and welcome to episode 10. That is right, episode 10. We're up to 10 now, folks, of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. Happy Jason. I am back to a solo show this week. <clears throat> we will entail the aftermath of the Royal Rumble on this show. I mean 205 Live. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way for the Cruiserweight title on the Royal Rumble pre-show, where Buddy Murphy retained in an entertaining affair. Uh, I would say Murphy took some of the most brutal bumps I've seen in a while, including a reverse Rana, Rana on his head, and a spike Rana through the ropes also on his head, uh, as well as that interesting spot on the outside where he was on the shoulders of... Oh, God, who was he on the shoulders of? Oh, no, I'm sorry, Kalisto was on his shoulders... And then Tozawa suicide dived him, and uh, Kalisto threw him into the barricade uh, with a Hurricane Rana, also on his head. So he took a lot of head bumps. Pretty brutal. Um, he's really killing it right now in the ring, and he deserved to keep his belt. Uh, this episode, anyway, takes place on Tuesday, January 29th, 2019. For some reason, the show opens with Brock screaming some sort of banshee scream. Is he 205 pounds? You're not on your own show of Raw as it is. Stay off mine. We open with the typical Sir Drippy Dick narrated opening. They recap the Royal Rumble. And tonight we'll get Kalisto versus Mike Kanellis. Who's Mike Kanellis? Uh, we'll also get Hideo Itami versus Akira Tozawa in the main event. <clears throat> Kalisto immediately is making his way down to the ring with his chumps and Gail Kim. Real talk for a second. I'd love to see more of Lince Dorado in the ring. I, we see, I think we see more of Grand Metalik and Kalisto, especially as of late. Alright, that's the end of Real Talk. The announcers call Buddy Murphy unstoppable. Nigel turns down a pinata from Lucha House Party and it's as great as it sounds. Mike and Maria are making their way down to the ring to the greatest entrance music ever. Weird to finally see him again. Too bad he's probably going to lose. Maria joins commentary, and Mike looks jacked. He looks ripped. <clears throat> we start the match off, and Mike overpowers Kalisto quickly. But Kalisto hurricane runs Mike to the outside. Well, he hurricane runs him, and then Mike takes a powder. But Kalisto dives on him with that springboard knees off the top rope flip. And then he does a springboard crossbody in the ring for a one count. Uh, Maria cuts down Piddleboy for not putting Mike on TV. And Aiden questions her. She responds by saying they've been in the business for 15 years. And Aiden says, in a WWE, they haven't done anything. Okay. Ouch. Uh, by the way, back to the match. Mike is in control with power moves. Maria says Mike is always in control. I'd like to question that, if you know what I mean. Hmm? Nigel is flirting with Maria and applauds her appearance in the Rumble. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little jealous. He's sitting next to her. Kalisto jumps up, the, uh, up on top of the barrier while they're on the outside, and Mike pulls his leg out from under him. Uh, they've been outside the ring for an awfully long time. And I hear the ref is at a four count? A four count? <laughs> it's been at least 20 seconds. Anyway, Mike rolls Kalisto back in the ring and gets a two count. <clears throat> and Kalisto starts to rally. We get a basement Rana for two, 
Kaliso gets the crowd to actually chant Lucha this week. Uh, and Mike <clears throat> Mike goes out of the ring. Kalisto goes for a suicide dive, and Mike uses his momentum and throws Kalisto into the barrier hard. That looked painful. Uh, we go back in the ring, and Aiden is really digging at Maria. Aiden, you better watch yourself. I like you, but that can change quickly. I'm sure that's what he cares about, is, is my affection. <laughs> Kalisto with a super kick and a tornado DDT of sorts for a two count. Mike is on the top rope, and him and Kalisto battle. Canales wins and hits a middle rope side effect, which was nice. Nigel is laying the flirting on thick. It's, it's becoming a bit much, and it's taken away from the match, so he needs to, to cool it a little. Uh, we get a suplex by Mike, and another. And then Mike hits a backpack stunner? But he only gets a two count, because Kalisto gets his foot on the ropes. Maybe just maybe that might have been his finisher it looked cool um but of course the first time he hits it it only gets a two count then Kalisto gets the roll up for a three count Ugh. maria looks pissed understandably it is weird to have aiden as kind of a face commentator anyway we go backstage and we get the fucking submission commission <sighs> Let me uh, prepare myself. They're at a podium, and they address Umberto Carrillo and say he has a bunch of potential. They want to guide Carrillo. They want to ground him is essentially what they want to do. They want to be in his corner for his next match. It was a very political-style promo, um, but I will be honest, it was a lot better than their previous promos, which were just pure dreck. Uh, now we cut to Davari and Atami in a smoky backstage area. What the fuck? Where, where is this in the arena? Why is it so smoky and so evil looking? I, I it just was a weird, it was a weird backdrop. Um, Davari calls Buddy Murphy lucky and blames Atami's loss on the match stipulation, and promises Tazawa punishment. When Atami speaks Japanese, he sounds so evil, like a villain. So at this point, we're just at the part where they have all those, you know, promos and segments uh, in the middle of the show where that kind of throwaway jobber match used to be. Uh, so that being said, we go to the parking lot now, and Tony's is beating the shit out of Noam Dar. Drew Gulag is hilarious in this segment. When everyone comes out to break it up, including Buddy Murphy and the wizard, Wiz, uh, Drew stands in the background pointing and laughing at Noam Dar on the ground, jumping up and down like a giddy schoolgirl, and it was hilarious. I would go back and watch that if you could. It's probably on the, uh, the YouTube, the WWE YouTube. Not Dasha Fuentes says Tony Nese is indefinitely suspended after his actions and interviews Buddy Murphy, who happens to be walking out of a door about the situation. He fails to comment on the Tony Nese situation, or I guess he refuses to comment if he doesn't want to get suspended, he says. Um, but then he, d he does talk about his match at the Rumble and says he beat the challenge that was put in front of him and is looking forward. Main event time as Akira Tozawa's music hits. He comes down to the ring with Spanky, quickly followed by Hideo Itami with generic thug number one in tail. Davari. 
Akira Tozawa starts grunting to get the crowd going immediately, and they kind of get behind him. Itami has a bit of a secretary spread in regards to his body. I do agree with what they said last week. Um, they kind of go back and forth with strikes, and they dodge them. Uh, Tozawa with a drop kick, and then a back kick for a one count. Hey, that's Itami's move. Uh, he hits a standing back senton for a two. Tozawa is very vocal in this match so, so far, and we're just at the beginning. Tozawa goes for a top rope senton, but misses. That's his finisher. He lights up Tommy and goes for the senton again, but Tommy gets his knees up. Davari lays Tozawa out on the outside. Tommy for a one count. Aiden and Vic think Davari is riding Tommy's coattails, and Nigel disagrees, and Aiden goes at him too. What is this? I am confused. He's really going at people, especially for, since last week he was so calm and just kind of a down-the-middle commentator. He's really changed it up this week. <clears throat> Itami with a brutal chest kick and then lands a knee drop from the second rope onto Zawa's back through the ropes. Itami working on the back, another brutal back kick. This is this is Itami's bread and butter. How's your back, Tazawa? Okay, that's a different show. Two count by Itami, and then a rest hold. The crowd is actually trying to rally behind Tazawa. Neckbreaker by Itami. Make that two neckbreakers, and he gets a two count. You get a kitchen sink knee to the gut by Itami for another two count. And then something I actually appreciated, he mocks the ref, which was Little Nature, or Lil Nature, and shows him how to count three. I, I know we see this a lot, but for whatever reason, Atami doing it was kind of funny. Atami applies another chin lock. And then, as the chin lock is going, Spanky starts yelling loudly. And he's mocking, not mocking, but he's impersonating Tozawa's grunts to try to get the crowd going again. And it actually works. Um, Tozawa lands the octopus stretch in the middle of the ring, but Atami reverses it into a sidewalk slam, which was which was good. Tozawa with a Hurricane Rana and then a Shining Wizard. Vic Joseph calls Tozawa the Stamina Monster again. It's not a good nickname, man. Bad. Bad boy. No, stop it. Tozawa goes to the top and hits a Missile Dropkick, even after a Devari distraction. And then we get a, his famous Brutal Suicide Dive. But this time, they actually smack heads and it looked really painful. Tozawa is going for the dead deadlift German suplex, but Davari holds Atami's hands. Aw, cute. And Spanky marches on over there like Eugene used to do and kind of breaks it up. Atami hits his tornado guillotine on the top rope and then hits a top rope clothesline for two. At this point, I notice Atami looks kind of gassed. He's, like, very slowly throwing strikes. But anyway, this goods into Tozawa hitting a Hurricane Rana and throws Itami into the second turnbuckle. And then we get a Shining Wizard to the back of the head. He goes for his finisher yet again, and Devari distracts him. This time it actually stops him. But then Tozawa picks Itami up on his shoulders, but Itami rakes his eye. And he get a huge discus clothesline from Itami for two. A Falcon Arrow for two. And then Itami goes for his finisher... <clears throat> but Tozawa reversed it, and Tozawa hits his trouble in paradise. Davari then takes out Spanky, and Tozawa accidentally... Oh, I'm sorry. Davari takes out Spanky, and this distracts Tozawa. And Atami looks to take advantage, 
and goes for that basement drop kick, like kind of through the ropes, but Tazawa moves out of the way and he drop kicks Davari. We get a snap German and a top rope senton for a three count from Tazawa, and he is the winner. He and Spanky embrace in the ring like he just won the title. They go up the ramp and Davari kind of starts to help Atami back to his feet <clears throat> until he turns and lays him out with his clothesline finisher. Not sure what that thing's called. So this marks the end of Atami's WWE career. He was officially granted his release by the WWE. Now, when he got to the WWE, he had great promise due to his time in NJPW, New Japan. Um, unfortunately, his tenure in WWE was plagued with injuries. If he didn't get injured, who knows what could have been. I wish him the best going forward as Kenta, and hopefully we can see him in some marquee matches wherever he goes. Um, as far as this episode, it was okay. Um, I mean, the matches were, were good as usual. Uh, Mike Kanellis was finally on TV just to lose but he was still on tv and i think it's a storyline they can roll with you know him trying to get on tv and, and eventually making something out of it who knows um we have an interesting suspension storyline for the mid-card feud of tony niece and noam dar it's, it's kind of weak up to this point it's just basically tony niece wants another match with noam dar and since he didn't get it he just kind of beat up noam dar in the parking lot uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm willing to bet Noam Dar is just going to come come out next week and be like, I want to face Tony Nese, and then the suspension will be over. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Itami's last match went just about uh, how his WWE career went, which was as a loser. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Anyway, everybody, that does it for this episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff, and thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for some more 205 Live action. Just the light waiting in my eyes.